with another 3 and D podcast here with my boy Wizzy Wayne. What's up, dude? What's up? How y'all feeling this morning? Hey, this is a special one today. A real, real special one today. Because we actually have uh, a guest joining us today. A guy by the name of Zach Fitch. And I'm going to bring him in right now. He's in the uh, he's in the waiting room. If you're on YouTube, you'll, you should see him pop up right about now. What's there he doing? is. What's up, man? What's up, guys? Hey, Zach, Zach Fitch is a, uh, he's 6'5", with a great smile, and uh, loves collared t-shirts, okay. and also is one of the biggest influencers, or I don't know what you call it, TikTokers on TikTok. Um, good. So we appreciate you joining us, man, and just c- to kind of talk about your journey with uh you know growing on the the tiktok platform but also for people that don't know zach is my wife cameron's cousin so uh we we just got the plug right now we got the plug yeah nobody else has so <laughs> thanks a lot bro appreciate zach, it bro. zach what have you been up to man oh recently just went from after i quarantine hit my business kind of started going downhill so i started posting videos on tiktok ended up uh doing a series called the quarantine games where i did some random activity for people to do during quarantine and i got really big and within like three or four weeks i already had like one hundred twenty thousand followers and it just kept rolling like that um ended up hitting about four hundred and twenty thousand followers and then i got invited to new york by one of my followers wanted to pay me to help them with their business so i traveled to new york for 10 days um then from new york i met random guys on tiktok and they decided they wanted to go on a road trip and i said well i'll go and it was a joke at first i was like just kidding and they commented and said yeah let's go fly into houston and meet us we'll pick you up and i was like okay so we I flew into Houston, uh, got in the van with them, and it was a, it's a completely, definitely like a, you'd think you're going to get kidnapped if this van pulled up to your house, Uh, but they renovated the whole inside. It's all completely covered in wood, and we had four beds in there, and we drove around the country in our van and slept inside of it and did everything like that, so it was, it was pretty awesome. Yo. The van life, that's pretty dope, dude. Yeah, I've seen that, videos of people, like, taking apart the inside and putting solar panels and all that good stuff with, like, little kitchens and stuff like that in there. Bro, that's dope. Yeah, that it was really cool. It was cool. That's actually what I called the series. I called it Van Life. Every time I'd make a video, it was Van Life Day Whatever. So, Yo, that's cool, man. So, as of today, just for those who are listening who may not know who you are, um, yeah. so kind of, you kind of explained a little bit of your journey with TikTok briefly, but kind of tell me uh, a little bit more in detail of where it started. Like, does it, did it start as just a, Hey, I'm just doing this for fun. This is a platform everybody's getting on right now. And then, you know, out of nowhere, did it just blow up? And then today, where is your follower count at specifically right now? Okay. So originally my little brother told me, Hey, I'm going to get more followers on TikTok than you. And I said, (laughs) <laughs> that's not going to happen. So we started making videos, like just joking around with each other. And it did, we didn't really take it that seriously. Just randomly would make a video. I started out making videos cause I collect socks. So I started making videos about my sock collection. Like I would, I had Spider-Man socks so that I would like pull them on in my video. And then I would just turn into Spider-Man and like do all the crazy stuff Spider-Man does. 
but like nothing took off. And I was like, okay, whatever. But I just kept making videos. And then I happened to go on a trip to Baja, California. My neighbors were like, Zach, we need a co-pilot to help navigate on these off-road vehicles. I'm like, okay, like, do I need to pay anything? Like, no, we need you. Let's go get in the car. So I got in, started making a video of the trip and they started making fun of me at first because I was like not helping right away. I would like take a quick video clip before I like helped fix the car or grab the food or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after I made the first video, they're like, this is amazing. And by those videos got like, you know, a thousand views. And then day three, all of a sudden just blew up and I posted the video. And while we were all eating dinner, it hit like 120,000 views and we were all freaking out. Like, Oh my gosh, the video is going viral. It's going crazy. (laughs) Uh, And so I ended that trip with 25,000 followers and then my brother just couldn't catch up. And I just kept wanting to post. I'm like, being an influencer would sound so fun. Let's just do it. (laughs) So I started making those videos about the quarantine. Um, I ended up now I'm at uh, 418,000 followers because I accidentally made videos two days ago about how PS4 was better than Xbox. And I lost 2000 followers because people told me the console war is over. And I, I didn't know that. <laughs> Yo. Did you really lose 2000 because of that? Yeah. All I did was I, I started a new series about painting things glow in the dark and I painted a, my PS4 controller glow in the dark. And I'm like, obviously PS4 is better than Xbox. It's like an eight second clip. That's it. And then all of a sudden, the entire comment section blows up about, I thought I would never be able to unfollow you, but you're trying to restart the console wars. They're over. All consoles are equal. And I just kept losing followers. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? (laughs) Yo, what the heck is going on, man? That's crazy. People are real passionate about their uh, game systems, apparently. Apparently. (laughs) I'm going to keep my opinions to myself, then. I don't want to start a console war. (laughs) <laughs> oh, no 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 what 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 are you when are you are you ps4 yes sir all day okay <laughs> i'm i'm xbox one but i'm not like i'm i don't have this like marriage with xbox one where i'm like it's much better than playstation 4 or whatever mm-hmm. uh yeah i just i use it for mm-hmm. netflix and hulu and and nba 2k and that's really it there's nothing else so i remember when zach came to houston that's all we did we just played 2k and uh <laughs> i think out of the seven games we played uh he probably won about six of them and Damn. i won one so there it is right, Zach. you beat me twice drew i think you beat me twice <laughs> i'm trying to give you more credit just for the podcast <laughs> to make you look better uh so, so what did you say again how, how many followers as of right now again uh as of this morning four hundred and seventeen thousand. Holy moly. 3ND podcast is about to blow up. I cannot yes. wait. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, do, Please. Do quick shout out. Go, hey guys, I'm on uh, 3ND pod. Guys, go check it out. See what, yeah. see what everybody checks it out. No, but it's, it's, a, it's cool that you, what started as, you know, you just kind of competing with your brother just came almost a business for you. I mean, it's something you enjoy, but really now it's uh, it's more of a business. I know with TikTok, they have you know certain sponsorships and things that businesses are wanting uh, you guys to uh, display because of all the followers that you have. So, with you right now, uh, you're 23, right? Yes, sir. So right now in your life, kind of with this just takeoff of I don't want to say like stardom, but I, I guess I guess so. If you have 400,000 plus people following you, you're kind of there. So with that 
taking off, kind of what is your hopes and your goals for this? Or is it kind of just something you're saying, you know what, this is just something I'm having fun with right now and we'll see where it goes. I mean, my hopes and goals obviously is like to, you know, just get mega big and just become an influencer where the brands are all reaching out to me and I just have to kind of like hang out at my house and make funny videos. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen as easy. (laughs) I think it's a lot of hard work in the beginning. Some people get it random, but for me, at least I, I post every day, I live stream every day. I put hours and hours into it to kind of grow my community. Um, and it's kind of been fun because I, I started off my channel by I would answer every single comment no matter what it was. And so that's how people started following me because they knew, oh my gosh, a creator is actually going to answer my comment. Or, and so I would like, I would probably spend six to seven hours a day actually on TikTok because I would get so many comments and I would just be answering them all day. I'd have like a TV show on and I'd just be answering. Quarantine helped me with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but my goal is really to build it out, figure out what I can do with it. I mean, right now it's almost a full-time income from sponsorships, um, and building out this platform to help other influencers kind of get what I'm having has been really fun with my friends. So, uh, it's really been fun. That's cool. That's what, dope. That's dope. what is the, your favorite TikTok that you've personally made? I think my favorite TikTok actually is my very first one ever, but it's because like we were thinking for so long about what we were going to do and it got like no views, but I think it's so funny. We just went to my backyard. We had just made mini pancakes and we found a song on TikTok that just starts singing about mini pancakes and it's really upbeat. And so we threw them to my, I threw them to my little brother to get land them in his mouth. So we like did harder and harder shots throughout our 15 second video until I'm on top of a motorhome and I chuck it all the way off down the driveway and he catches it in the middle of the street. And so that was kind of like, I don't know, it was really fun and nobody really likes it, but I like it. So it's fine. Yeah. And it was the start of something incredible. So yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go check it out for you, man. (laughs) Wayne, have you ever experienced a time where you went viral? No, I'm not. A viral person I'm, I'm not that popular i'm not that creative uh i feel like you would go viral with you and uh david on the entertainment exchange podcast doing something really stupid but, i mean there is a one of our videos that like a bunch of people watched but it has nothing to do with like us like being on screen it's, it's a movie commentary and i still have no idea how it even got that many views but look I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to ask questions. I'm just going to let it be what it is. You like, you like it, it, it. That's the only thing that matters. Yeah. So I'm going to let that, I'm going to let that be. But uh, anyway, yeah, nah. I, I, only had, I only had one time where I went semi-viral and that was when Vine was popular because Ooh. I'm a, I'm a musician also. So I made, you know, like a six second clip of me singing some song and some bigger uh, Vine star who's also a musician like revined it or something. I don't know what you call a revine. I don't know. Uh, but she posted on her page and it like blew up. And I was like, I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> uh, it was cool though. Uh, so Zach, you're not only a TikTok. Uh, uh, I wanted to call you a sensation. I'll call you a sensation, a TikTok sensation. Uh, but you're also a big NBA fan too. And, uh, just let the people know who who are you claiming to be your team in the NBA right now? Um, 
you can't see my room right now, but it's like a blast from the past when I was like eight years old. It has every single Lakers poster that I have, plus uh, an original LED sign from the the forum. So I'm a huge Laker fan. Wow. <laughs> I uh, love them. I love them. Yeah, and for for people that don't know, you you live in California. You're in Southern yeah. California, yeah. right? Southern California, Los Angeles area. So do you are you still true and true to Lakers right now? Yeah, I mean, I loved the other day when Kuzma decided to, you know, pull his pants up and finally get started and score 20 <laughs> for the first time in a while. Yeah, and hit the game winner too. That was pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah, that was dope. But from what I heard of you telling me, I think you are not a LeBron fan. No. I I really I don't know. I just never ever since uh, the decision, I just became a LeBron originally hater but now since he's on the team I can't like hate LeBron I have to appreciate him for how good he is I just don't like him though yeah especially if he wins a championship for y'all you can't be like I don't want to celebrate because I'm not a LeBron fan yeah (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know I don't know yeah so you're talking about the decision to go from Cleveland to Miami and how he made a big deal about it on TV and stuff yeah that I just I found out later that they did donate all the profit to charity but I still – I don't know. I've never seen any other player take a two-day ESPN special to decide where he's going to go to. He'd know, he just – I don't know. Just make a decision. Just tell us where you're going. <laughs> uh, hey, Jay-Z said in one of his songs, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. That's what LeBron does. That's exactly what LeBron does. He doesn't just make, you know, little small moves. He is his own entire business. And, I mean, like it or – not like it. He he did something that, you know, brought his stock up, I feel like. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. So what's been your uh, take on kind of this bubble experiment so far with the NBA and how they're basically just uh, capturing them all into this one space at Disney World and trying to manage uh, resolving the season? Uh, as opposed to like the NFL and the MLB, they're, they're all trying to start up their seasons, whereas the NBA is – at a point right now where they're going, hey, we just need to finish it up. So we've got eight more regular season games, and then we'll hop into the playoffs. No fans, COVID testing every single day. The, the restrictions are pretty rigorous, but so far it's working. And I think the last report that came out yesterday was that as of some date, they still have zero people that have, or players that have tested positive for COVID. I, I mean, I think it's a great idea because I will, I love sports, so I'm fine. You guys figure out how you can keep everybody safe and let's watch because it's fun. Um, I do think the players, I know I was listening to some sports radio and the guys were talking about how the players are still, they were having problems getting girls to hang out with into the bubble. And so they started <laughs> bringing in uh, physical therapists that happened to just be really hot. Like really, really hot sports masseuses. <laughs> so I just started laughing about that because apparently there is still a way into the bubble uh, <laughs> if you're hot. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine that these guys um, are missing that experience more than they ever have in their life, given all the fame and the money that they have. So it's definitely different, especially for the guys who don't have you know families and marriages and stuff like that as yeah. well. So. You know, you might have a Lou Williams situation. <laughs> hey. Stop by Wing City to get, get Atlantic City Wings, baby. <laughs> uh, 
who has been your surprise player that you've seen so far from any games that you've watched uh, since the NBA's came back? I'd have to say, I don't remember his name, but whoever that dude is on the Pacers that decided to to go crazy. Um, TJ Warren? Yeah, I don't know. Was it Warren? I yeah. don't know. One of one of the Pacers, I just was watching highlights, and I'm like, I didn't even know you existed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's impressive that you could carry the team like that. Yeah, we talked about him last week, and we were given a word for each team. And for the, for the uh, Pacers, I said, cash considerations. That's my word, because – T.J. Warren was traded from the Suns to the Pacers just for cash considerations. So that's a real slap in the face for Phoenix, I feel like. But also, Phoenix has been balling out, too. They're 7-0 and right now uh, mm-hmm. with a chance to, to creep into that play-in tournament. Um, yeah, T.J. Warren's been, he's been balling out. Uh, I've also been loving what I'm seeing from Damian Lillard. Oh, my uh, gosh. His last game, 61, tying his career high. And then the the game before that, I think he had 51 or 50. So the dude's just been – ever since the whole beef with uh, yeah. Beverly and Paul George and all that, he has kind of taken off. And I, I, I want to say it surprised me, but it didn't really surprise me because I'm a Rockets fan, okay? So years ago, he broke my heart into a thousand pieces with the .9 seconds – uh, on the clock, shot in the playoffs to kick us out of the playoffs. So I'm not really uh, – this is not a new thing from Dam- Damian Lillard for me. But my favorite thing the other night on the 60-plus point night was seeing that last shot where it bounced off the back of the rim, went about – it felt like it was like 10 feet up in the air and just came right back down and, and sank and sank in. I was like, if you're getting the 2K bounce like that, mm-hmm. you know it's 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 a night for you. Yep. Uh, but yeah. So with the play-in tournament, uh, talking about the you know eighth and ninth seed and how they have a chance, the ninth seed has a chance to still get in if they're within four games of the eighth spot. I think currently, I could be wrong, but as of today, I think the Grizzlies still hold it. So out of the Spurs, the Blazers, and the Suns, Zach, who do you think? is going to – there's going to be a play-in tournament no matter what, but who do you think is going to have a chance to play that eighth spot, whether it's the Blazers or or, or if it's the Grizzlies? Uh, I really – I mean, I think the Grizzlies are kind of – after they lost Jarrett Jackson, I think it's kind of like, well, we're going to try our best, but I don't, I don't think they can hold it. Um, I think – I really think the Blazers are going to be in there if they can if everything like gets sorted out. I would like to see a Blazers LA series, even though it's going to be a lot tougher than any of the other teams. Um, it would be fun to watch. So I'm all for the the fun to watch. And I mean, I want to win a championship, but like LeBron's there, so like I don't really want to hype his ego up too much. <laughs> you you not <laughs> want a championship just to not hype up LeBron's ego. Send him. No, no. I'll take him. <laughs> hey okay. Drew, hey, real quick. So I'm looking here on ESPN, uh, and I hope this is accurate, but it says that the Blazers have crept into the A spot and the Grizzlies are ninth now. Really? Yeah. So no matter what, I mean, all those teams are so tight right now, even from eight to ten or eleven. I mean, it could be that, you know, the Blazers lose a game and the Suns keep rolling and they end up creeping into the ninth spot or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's ultimately going to be the Blazers that get the opportunity in the playing tournament. Uh, 
And Zach, I have a bold, I have a bold, bold prediction. Wayne, uh, hold on to your stuff right now because bold prediction's coming. Blazers versus Lakers in the first round. It's gonna go seven games, and the Blazers are going to pull off the upset against the Los Angeles Lakers. Wow. That is a hot take, sir. Is it bold or is it believable? I, I'd say it's bold. <clears throat> um, I'm glad you said it. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> the Lakers have been – their shooting has been horrible recently. Like, they don't have any shooting on the floor, you know, other than Davis and LeBron. And even with those guys, they're not, like, pure shooters or anything. They just know how to get buckets. They know how to score the ball. You know, you could throw Kuzma in there, but like other than that, there's a pretty drastic drop after Kuzma. It's like, it's like the meme team after that. It's like Dion Waiters, J.R. Smith, <laughs> White Howard, Alex Caruso. Like I, I don't really have a lot of faith in them. Well, Alex Caruso made All Star voting for for the fans, so you can't say he's the meme team because he he's the best player out there. That's uh, true. besides LeBron. I think he's first so. favorite player for sure. Or Bleacher Report's favorite player. For sure. He's, Eagle, man. He's, did you guys see that report this summer on Alex Caruso, how he had just become ridiculously jacked? And it was a completely edited photo. Somebody edited him to, like, just be giant. And it got so big, the NBA actually tested him for PEDs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Somebody out there wilding, bro. That photo. I think I think that was the same photo as uh, like when they did that to LeBron. Like they mass produced his arms. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Alex Caruso. He's actually he's he's fun to watch. I think he went to A and M. Actually, he was he's mm-hmm. a Texas, Texas guy. Um, but I don't have a lot of faith in the in, in the Lakers, unfortunately. But honestly, they, they probably will pull it out anyways. I'm just. I'm making a bold take so that when it does happen, I will look good. Uh, so, yeah. I'm going to clip this and post it everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Drew said it first. So, so Zach, give me your, uh, your championship prediction when the season eventually ends and we're crowning the champion in the NBA. Who is going to be holding up the, uh, the Larry O'Brien Trophy. I almost said Lombardi. I'm glad I didn't do that. Thank Good God. We would have clipped that. Too. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I want to say Lakers and I love them. Um, so that would be my like number one prediction. But if I have to go for like who I really think would take it, um, I think the Clippers will take it. Uh, I just think they're, they're so deep that I can't say they're not going to win. Like I'll, it was so frustrating to me because I love the Lakers. They've been my team forever. And then the Clippers took all my favorite players and put them onto one team. And I'm like, guys, come on. You, I can't vote, can't cheer for you at all. <laughs> so uh, you think they just have more depth than, than any other team? Yeah, I think they have more depth. And they, like, weird enough, their two superstars or two stars have are just super defensive-minded. Plus, they play really good offense. And I, I just respect that so much. Because uh, I was a defensive player when I played, so it's kind of like I love it to watch it. And the whole team is built on defense. We're going to stop you, and then we're going to shove it in your mouth that we can score. Yeah. Mm. Zach, what were your career stats? Oh, 
Not Uh-oh. not too hot. I mean, if we we talk about career stats, high school I was like ten boards, six points, three blocks. I was the defensive guy, get out of my paint kind of dude. Uh, we had four scores who averaged sixteen plus in high school, so I was definitely Uh-oh. the rebound, assist, blocks. And then in college, I took the same role because I liked it. I love setting the super hard screen where my point guard, the guy falls over and my point guard's wide open for whatever he wants. Um, I've always been a guy who wants to get somebody else open. So so you're kind of like Draymond Green-esque? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Draymond Green, I'm going to I'm gonna play defense as hard as I can. I'm going to dive for the ball. I'm going to knock a player over. I'm going to – that's kind of my, my style. That's that grit and determination. Yeah, I like that. Speaking of Draymond Green, recently he was on the TNT broadcast and uh, made some pretty crazy comments about uh, Devin Booker. So they, the, the TNT broadcast, they were talking about how, you know, Suns are 5-0, and 6-0, they're doing great, they look awesome, and, and Draymond Green basically goes, yeah, the Suns look good, but they need to get my boy Book out of Phoenix quick because uh, – because he just needs to play in a better situation. And, of course, everybody after that, you know, it was the talk of the day on that day. And mm-hmm. uh, he got fined 50K for tampering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I guess for you guys, do you think Devin Booker needs to get out of Phoenix? No. If you would have asked me this question, like, a year ago, the answer would be yes. But right now, they're looking really, really good. Like, they're looking – I mean, 7-0 speaks for itself. So, they're looking fine to me. Just add a little – like, a couple pieces here and there, and they'll be contenders, you know, within the next, I don't know, three, maybe two years. So, I don't think he needs to leave Phoenix. Phoenix already know like, they've shown that they want to keep him there and they want to build around him. So, I say let them do it. Trust the process. This is a new process. It's not 76ers anymore. They, they finished their process. This is the Phoenix – son's process right now and i want to see where it goes so keep devin booker in phoenix and let's see what happens i'm a complete opposite get him out of there i think they're a horrible organization i don't think they're going to be doing anything anytime soon uh i just i don't know they've been so long without anything and then they get devin booker i don't think it's going to change because obviously they made so many wrong draft pick choices something something needs to change in that whole organization and i like devin booker he reminds me of Kobe, and he, he loves he Kobe. And so get him out. We'll take him in L.A., no problem. Uh, bring him in. <laughs> Trade him, him for LeBron. <laughs> Woj alert. Uh, Phoenix trades Devin Booker to the Los Angeles Lakers for Alex Caruso and Kyle Kuzma. And cash considerations. <laughs> Trade him right now. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on board with Wayne, actually. I think – the pieces are starting to make more sense right now. And with the leadership of Monty Williams, I think he's a really good coach for them and is, you know, creating a good culture. Half of, half of becoming a great team is having great players, but also having a really good culture too. And uh, I think that the draft picks they made with Cam Johnson this past year and DeAndre Ayton's kind of starting to come into his own, even though he missed a COVID test, on Sunday night, while they're trying to miss the or, or make it into the playoffs, Uh-oh. he missed his COVID test, and so he had to wait to come into the game until his results came back. So he came in like the second quarter, and then finally he was able to come in. But I was like, how crazy would it have been if 
DeAndre Ayton was the reason that uh, the, the Suns didn't have a chance to make it in because he missed his COVID test, but I, I digress. But I think uh, Devin Booker should give it just a little bit more time. But uh, Zach, did you go to Chino Hills or you just lived by Chino Hills High School? I just lived next to Chino Hills and played it with all their players at the rec center all the time and Yo. got beat up. That's so. a young squad right there, bro. Yeah. Yo, they're good. So, so were you were you involved in some of those games where uh Lamella Ball was still there? Did you get to did you witness getting to see him or any of his brothers play there? Yeah, I witnessed. Who did I watch? I mean, th- I played against all of them, all the Ball brothers. They were at the rec center one day when Lamella was in I want to say he was in 8th grade. But he had this weird shot. He would shoot behind his head like this and every shot yeah. would go in. And so we were all like, what in the world? But it was my high school team. We pulled up, and they, the Ball brothers were there, and they were dunking on us and just chucking it over their head. They are just messing around. There, there was no competition for them there. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I watched a few games. Not I had one in person, but I only could stay for a little bit. Um, but Lomelo was just insane. So. In, the, in the NBA draft uh, this year, Lamelo Ball has said he's he's joining the draft. Do you think he goes number one? To be honest, I don't know about all the other talent out there, but not a lot. Whoever gets not a lot, mm-hmm. then probably, uh, especially with the hype behind him. It all depends if if Lamar's going to get in there, because uh, the, the dad drama is not what any team wants to deal with. Uh, they don't want <laughs> Lavar. I mean, not Lamar. Lavar Ball. If he tries to get in there and mess around with what's happening, I think maybe not. Just because they saw what happened with the Lakers, they saw, you know, he just wanted to get in the spotlight a lot. But if it's just Lamelo coming to play, I if you need a score, get bring him on your team. I feel like the Knicks would yeah. do. It. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they need a star, and they need someone with a big name and a lot of drama because it's New York. Go take him. Get him. I was going to say, they already – drama is built into their DNA, so to welcome it in is no problem. Uh, I, I've seen some mock drafts, and they've had uh, LaMelo going to uh, New York. So that would be – that would be we'd see more TNT and ESPN games from the Knicks than we've ever had before in the next coming season if LaMelo goes to the Knicks, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, that's uh, – I, I would say that's kind of where we're going to – we're going to stop right here, but Zach, I want you to have an opportunity to tell people where they can follow you, not only on TikTok but other platforms. So, where can they go to find you and all your content? Yeah, sure. On uh, TikTok, it's Zach. It's Z A C H dot Fitch, which is my last name. Um, you can just type in Zach Fitch, and I'm the first one that pops up. It doesn't matter. You don't have to use my username, which is kind of cool. Actually, you got to that point where you can just type my name in. Um, and then <laughs> on Instagram, it's zfitch14. Uh, I have like no followers there, but come follow and check out what I'm doing. So, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, hey, we appreciate you coming on too, and just uh, giving some of your time and and chopping it up with some NBA stuff too. So, y'all make sure to follow Zach on TikTok and all the other platforms he mentioned. But Wayne, any uh, words of advice for the people before we sign off today? Hey, uh, let me see. Let me let me dig deep into the repertoire. I need something uh, good. You need something good? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to go back to, you remember Mr. P? Yes, I remember, remember Mr. P. For people who don't know, though, 
for people who don't know, me and Drew used to work with this guy named Mr. P at a middle school. I mean, just super cool dude, but he would always give like the most ridiculous sayings ever that didn't make sense unless you like sat there and like thought about it for a little bit. And then you're like, oh, okay, I got it now. So uh, this is this is from Mr. P. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. <clears throat> but if a rabbit jumps twice on a jelly bean at 2 p.m., you best believe that he's going to the circus on Friday. That's all I got for you. And that would mean, uh, that would just mean something simple like, uh, make sure you try your best. <laughs> much, it would really say something be like so ridiculous. Just things like that all the time. Uh, yeah, that's, Yo, that's dead. Call Mr. P, man. <laughs> Zach, thanks for joining us, man. And, uh, and hopefully we can get you, get you on again soon. Thanks, man. I love doing it. Let me know. Peace, y'all. Yes,